All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hello, somebody. My name is Dale Lynn. Uh, I am a writer, activist, and voice actor out of Seattle. I've got a passion for pop culture, witty retorts, and unlocking the adult potential that comes with healing from childhood trauma. That's my thing. Um, alongside me, I have AJ. AJ, who are you? I am a historical scavenger hunter. Let's go. A systems agitator. Talk about it. And a proponent of all things that black women do well, which is everything. Well, now. <laughs> and here at Battle Fatigue, we want to create a space that uh, allows black people to know and remember that there is no wrong way for you to be black. Your black is beautiful and your black is accepted. And valid and right and okay. And on a spectrum of which you deserve to be able to explore along. So we hope that you enjoy a little bit of who we are in this episode where we honor the late Chadwick Boseman and the impact that he has had on our friendship. And then we get into the what I call scary mess that is love. <laughs> perfection. Yeah, you call it whatever you want to call it. That's um, perfection. Whatever. That is Lovecraft Country and the brilliance that comes with black people being able to get big budget money and do whatever black people do Perfection. best, which is create. Yeah. <laughs> so please enjoy. Also, thank you very much to Senator Turner for allowing us to uh, kind of sneak in the back door and show you a little bit of what we're about. And, and because we support her and everything that she stands for and what her words are and how, how meaningful they are and how impactful her career has been. So Senator Turner, we thank you and we honor you. And uh, now for a little bit of 
battle fatigue. Go black women. Okay, let's start with the racism. I mean, we are about to talk about Lovecraft Country. We are so. going to talk about Lovecraft Country, so yeah. Yeah. So on August 28th, we Ugh. were uh, honoring the great many moments um, that took place in the story arc of yeah. blackness. Yeah. I just I had finished like facilitating a class. I went to go get ice cream yeah. because I needed it. And then on my way back from getting ice cream, I was getting like a bunch of text messages from people being like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, thank you. The, the session wasn't that hard, right, but right. like, wow. um, thank you for your concern. And then my best friend, Julian was like, you need to, you need to check like social. And I was like, okay. And then I looked and I saw like Chadwick Boseman, the uh, King T'Challa uh, had passed yeah. at like the age of 43. And I was like, no, this is a hoax. And then I was like, let me let me do the Google, because if, if it's on news right. websites, then it's like, OK, this shit's real. And I remember like I just parked my car and the very first person I was like, I need to call. <laughs> I need to call Sultan because I don't know if he knows and I don't know if like people are texting him. But I was like, I need to call Sultan. They were. And um, I was getting text. I was driving. Like it wasn't, you know, the phone wasn't hooked up to Bluetooth. And I didn't want to like put the phone on and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So because we are um, safety first all the time, right? And and also because um, we're black. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the reason. Uh, so so yeah, I I'd, I'd uh, I ignored the call, um, but it's in like a little quick little one handed text. I was like, hey, I'm calling when I park. Driving, yeah, I'm calling <laughs> when I park. And then you texted me, and I'm glad I didn't see that text until Ooh. I parked. Because you just decided, yeah. To well, ju- sorry to just, <laughs> and I was in shock. Just the napalm text was it? Because it was a it was a screenshot, right? It was a picture. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a picture of the news showing that he had passed forty three, and and I was I was parked and I saw it, and my uh, everything blurred, everything just blurred, and like everything went silent. I don't even think my heart was beating. You know, it, and then we talked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. You called back. I was still sitting in my car. Like, I had parked in my parking spot at, back in my apartment. And my friend Charles, or my brother mentor, I don't know. Um, black people, we don't have titles for people in our lives, just positions. <laughs> um, uh, Charles, had, Charles had sent me a text. And all he wrote was, are you serious, Chadwick Boseman? And I was like, what did he do? Like, what did T'Challa do now? Or, like, mm-hmm. what movie is T'Challa about to be in? Mm-hmm. Or, like, something. And then I got Julian's text. And I was like, um, I don't understand. And part of the reason that we want to start the show with this before we get into the mess that is Lovecraft Country is because Black Panther, the movie, um, holds a very special space in our friendship. Yes. <laughs> so a very Cliff Notes origin story uh sultan and i (laughs) met because of a mutual person that we know Mm -hmm. um and then we uh ended up realizing that like we actually really like talking to each other um and then we became friends (laughs) um and it all started off with like comic books because for black folks it's sometimes really difficult to find other black people who love and know comics as much as you do and so when we discovered our mutual love of like all things comic books and nerd minus horror because f that um we'll get to that in a second 
um then i was like oh this is going to be like a really awesome friendship and i've said this many times before i just like listening to you talk so i was like if i can be your friend and have opportunities to listen to you talk and i think at the time you were still performing slam poetry are there friendships where the opportunity to hear someone talk doesn't exist yeah yeah yeah, I think I have strictly text message friends. Got it, okay. Um, we're like strictly <laughs> social media friends, like we don't talk on the phone. But once I realized that you are a uh, plethora of talents. Plethora of talents, um, okay. I was like, I want to keep him in my life uh, in any way that I can. And then Black Panther, we like Black Panther was going to come out, which yep. we first saw him in Civil War. Yep. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I like kind of knew of Chadwick Boseman. I was like, okay, 42, Thurgood Marshall, mm-hmm, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like he wasn't like <clears throat> on my radar like that. Mainly because I don't really like watching movies about bad shit happening to black people. Mm. Um, because I live bad shit happening to black people every day. <laughs> I am the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, obviously like Marvel, the movies were coming out. And then when we got to Civil War, like okay, it was like, okay, yeah. th- this is major. Look at these kicks. And then all of a sudden T'Challa comes in and you're like, hold up. Okay, mm-hmm. Chadwick. I yeah. see you with the, uh, yeah. what, what are the shoulder muscles called? Shoulder muscles. Okay. Yeah. Those. Um, with the Traps. Little, thank you. I should know that considering that. <laughs> I definitely think that's your <laughs> Twitter handle. Um, and then his neck was looking all buff with yeah. the little like choker he, necklace thing. Yeah. He, he was, he was lifting with chains around his neck. He was. He yeah. definitely was. I think he was doing that jaw muscle exercise too. Yeah. But either way, I was like, okay, so we're not about to have like a corny black superhero. This is about to be like the shit. And then Black Panther, the movie came out. Yeah. Um, Michael B. Fine uh, played Killmonger. Yeah. And I mean, you could do the Google and all the historical points that they, they were really key on. But we <laughs> we were like, we're going to go see this. Yeah, we're seeing that. And then we went to South Center. We did. And we got in, into a line. We got into a line, like waiting to see the movie as there were. Other, no, no, we were the first. We were. We were the first. There were no. There were some other kids that were kind of hanging out. Yep, and we were excited, and we were so just talking excited. and stuff. And then as we, as like the line started to, to, you know, move up to let us in, we <laughs> we realized we were not in the line that we were supposed to be in. We were in the like, this is for special VIP people line. Yeah. And then this like really couldn't care less attitude of a person handed us these like commemorative coins. Yeah. And then was like, you can make your way into the theater. Then we got to go in. Yeah. And then we watched it and it was as magical as we expected it to be, if not more. Oh my God. What an amazing film. And I remember just, I remember being like, oh my, oh my, this is, this is us. Like, this is what, this is what film could be when black people are just given more Disney money. <laughs> Just leave us alone and let us and let us do let the us thing. work. Let us let us be the magic. Yeah. Don't put any restraints on us. Don't put any of your whiteness <laughs> on us. <laughs> and um just let us be and then we got the magic that is Black Panther the film. And ever since that day when we got our coins we would do something that we called a coin check. Coin check. And we would just send each other pictures, which Sultan did this morning, and I forgot because um, today's Monday, and it's I don't fully come to life until about one thirty-five p.m. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel like it's an attack, but it's so real. <laughs> 
Oh, you're such a jerk. <laughs> Um, the news of, of the death of T'Challa uh, hit us a little differently than other folks. And, you know, the tributes have been coming in, which I personally am not ready to read. I've seen a few. I've read, you know, some of the ones that came from uh, his co-stars, of course, and, and uh, from Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler, who wasn't even, he wasn't even sure that he wanted to do Black Panther, you know, work kind of work with mm. Chadwick Boseman until he saw the scene in Civil War of him and his father. Um, he said he saw that scene and kind of watched them work together and watched how, you know, just the poise that, that Chadwick kind of, you know, um, presented as, you know, as Ch- T'Challa. And that's when he knew. That's when he's like, yeah, we're doing this. And um, Chadwick Boseman is an incredible actor, yep. an incredible human being. Yep. But for what he was a part of him, the way that he was able to kind of put blackness on the forefront in a way that like for children and adults alike that just motivated and energized and gave so much life to um i saw the movie like five times in a theater with no regrets such such a moment and such a movement um around the world and then to be up there in the top 10 films domestically you know with you know franchises like star wars it representation matters one thousand percent and this movie proves that and a lot of other shows do a lot of other movies do but in the way that this one just around the world just showed and proved how much representation matters you know there was that one segment on jimmy fallon where oh yeah yeah, yeah, where like jimmy was in the back with with chadwick and then they had the poster and they had black people come in with like their families you know children parents you know uh um, individual folks and just hey we just want you to talk about what Black Panther meant to you and it was this long segment and of course it's been making this you know rotation again and um, and then he comes out he comes out to, to meet them and you everybody know, loses their and they're losing their mind because it's they don't see Chadwick Boseman they see representation they yeah. see Black Panther they see the movement they see they see everything that that film and what he did in that film, what they see the definition of that to them in him. Mm. That's what he was able to bring. And and he just happened to be called Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, First of all, why is your name Chadwick? I, you know what? South Carolina. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But uh, I, I say that I, I grew up in Charleston. So, yeah. That, that's why I was like, I can't. That's, them, um, them West Ashley kin. stand up, I guess. They're, I don't know. Them your kin. Yeah. Yeah, he he paved the way for Watchmen. He, he helped pave the way for mm. for Lovecraft Country. God, Lovecraft Country? Are you kidding me? Wait, 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 wait. I have I have a I have a uh, a curious question for you before we. But also, that was a really nice segue. I'm sorry to like mess no, up. No, you're good. Um, so a friend That's of mine weird. asked me this question, and I didn't know how to answer the question. And okay. anytime I don't know how to answer a question, I usually ask you the same question to see <laughs> if you can come up with a better answer or an answer at all. Um, that's what friendship is. So do you think that the response um, to that we are having to the death of uh, T'Challa would be the same if it was Michael B. Jordan who passed? And I ask that because like people obviously are talking about like the body of work that Chadwick has done and how right. specific it is to like black history. And also like obviously I've never heard of a story of Michael B. Jordan being like a jerk to somebody. Right. But there's something there's something mm, intangible about Chadwick 
because people are like, you know, our king is dead. Our mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. right? Would they be like, Killmonger is dead? <laughs> you know, or would it just be like, oh, it's Michael B. Jordan? Um, and I think the yeah. This goes along the lines of the whole representation thing. Um, no, I don't think that the impact would be the same um, or or greater. It would be sad. Um, and, you know, of course, folks would, you know, look at his works and look at perhaps what he's done, you know, in like the humanitarian field, um, philanthropically, you know, that kind of thing. And maybe there'd be some hashtags, Killmonger was right. But, <laughs> but, me an ocean. but um, um, all, that line uh, was With actually Chad because Wicks. of Chadwick. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, not maybe not the line, but just the idea, the idea. Yeah, that because yeah, yeah. originally he was they were going to have him dis- request to be buried in Wakanda. Yeah. And then Chadwick was like, uh, would he do that? though?" So because yeah. um, that, yeah, that that pride and resentment. Yeah. Um, Which was is like real. so deep in his core. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would he want to be built? Buried in Wakanda. Y'all killed my yeah. daddy. No, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I don't think that it would be because of the role that Chadwick played. Also, um, the previous roles that yeah. he played, you know, being Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, Thurgood Marshall, James, James Brown. Brown. He's about to be in Ma Rainey's. He's going to be some, in Ma Rainey's. Um, some or other black something. I always black bottom. Black bottom. Yeah. He's so yeah, Chadwick he he was he was Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, he was James Brown, um, and Black Panther is gonna be in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, the five bloods, you know, just Damn playing he my man did what, six, seven movies? Oh, oh, why he was sick. Action movies yeah. while he was sick, you know? Where and he had to, like, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, yeah. lose weight. That's, that's and wild. on a on a compromised immune system. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. But all to say, uh, no, I, I don't think that it would be the same just because um, a lot of people look at overall impact. Um, they, they look at the impact. And while Kim Monger is an impactful character, yeah. it's not the same level of representation the rebel of level of energy and impact that black panther yeah had yeah also a lot of people kind of scoff at uh, michael b jordan's acting prowess and you know a lot of times even though i mean he can act but i think we just don't talk about fantastic four we yeah and see yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's so, so I no think that that puts a dent in yeah. his which i don't even necessarily think he did a bad job i think there's just the fantastic four movie was just horrible yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. yeah. Because I mean, he was absolutely brilliant in Fruitvale Station. Yeah. So you can't. And so you think, okay, all right. Yeah. And then he just gets some roles that you're like, you don't. Maybe the person doesn't know how to direct him, or perhaps you know, whatever. But anyway, I just yeah. wanted to. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to ask that question, and also just to give us an opportunity to honor Chadwick in the way that he uh, has been part of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause also that was that was difficult. That was yeah. That was some shit. It was. Um and uh, onto some more shit. We need to talk about Lovecraft Country. One. Charles James Douglas the Third. This is your fault that I'm watching Lovecraft Country and having the bejesus scared out of me every Sunday. Two. Magnolia was a sundown town, and that's the area that Charles lives in. So I try to watch the show really, really early <laughs> so that I can leave <laughs> so that the sun don't catch me. Before sunset. <laughs> so the sun don't catch me over there. So four episodes of Lovecraft are out right now. 
and Lovecraft is Misha Green, mm-hmm. um, who was also, uh, I think, the writer creator of Underground, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which Journey Smollett was in, mm-hmm. and then one of the uh, executive producers of Lovecraft is Mr. Jordan Peele, right? <sighs> and premise of Lovecraft Country, um, which Sultan, I'm going to need your help with this. Basically. It's this book by uh, this dude named Matt Ruff, which I believe was published in 2016. Um, And it's based off of the kind of world of a really, really, really racist man named H.P. Lovecraft, who was a sci-fi writer who died, I think, when he was like 46 in obscurity. But then his books all of a sudden like picked up steam because racism. And he wrote a famous or infamous poem called On the Backs of N-Words. Um, and that be- pretty much tells you all you need to know about H.P. Lovecraft. Um, <laughs> That's it. We're good. <laughs> he also despised Jewish people. Basically, he despised anybody that wasn't white. And he thought that Hitler um, was a clown. But also, I believe, and I quote, he said, he's a clown. But also, I really like that boy. Right. So if you were ever curious about H.P. Lovecraft, there it is. The interesting thing about Lovecraft Country, which I think is probably the only reason I can really watch it without completely like peeing on myself every five seconds is because it is just like it's history like for black people watching it at least for me personally watching it i'm like oh this is what like a tuesday is for a black person um and i think because there's so many historical ties in the show it's a little easier for me to stomach so there are going to be spoilers we're trying to keep it light. We're going to be jumping in and out of the episodes, and yeah. we will be saying some stuff that you probably didn't want to know if you don't like spoilers. If you do like spoilers, stick around, chum. Or if you don't care. Or if you don't care. Yeah, if this is not if this is not your cup of tea, which it's not mine, but I have to watch it. I feel like we need to sage before we start talking about this. You need to sage. I'm fine. <laughs> um, this is why I need to be in a relationship so I can have somebody to snuggle with. Love, scared. craft, country. I, I think the, the best thing about this show is that... I get to see black people live their life in a way that's expected and also unexpected, mm. you know, given the the supernatural, the paranormal parts of parts of the show um, and also the the advent, the action adventure thriller, you know, dramatic parts as well that usually when we watch film and TV shows, we know it's like, well, we would never do that. And yep. like, like this, like, girl, what you doing? Like that, that whole thing. Yeah. But in this show, it's so different because I watch them and all of those thoughts and all of those feelings are just completely gone in a race. And I'm just like, where are we going next? <laughs> what's what's the next heist? Where are we going? Turn left, turn right. What's good? And meanwhile, I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I can't wait. I cannot wait to watch what these black people do and be successful at because it defies so many of the things that we don't do like um like swimming like <laughs> being huh, yes. being involved with monsters reading yeah um, facing down racism mm-hmm. um moving the white neighbor pioneering going exploring going on these heists like underground and episode four was kind of that that indiana jenkins slash goonies episode <laughs> jenkins. <laughs> like, i can't stand you <sighs> i was not gonna say the black indiana jones and that's indiana oh jenkins. my god so um get off my nerves he goes by indy <laughs> <laughs> Into Jenks. Yeah, uh, and then the interesting like foreshadowing, right? Because like in episode four, there's a little boy who's in the library. He's reading Journey to the Center of yes. the Earth. And, and then like, later. And then later, like Atticus or Tick, um, who plays who's played by Jonathan Majors, who, my God. Yeah. First of all, 
they picked a really good person who you could tell like i don't know how he just is a really good actor because he acts as though he was like an awkward kid mm -hmm. and like grew up in like grew into his body and still is very Didn't much so the to, yeah. awkward kid right which i was like this is brilliant and then you see him in real life and you're like oh sir there's not a nab bit awkward about <laughs> you um i also like that black women particularly uh letty is like she saves them over and over and over and over again yeah which is the story of like black women right saving shit facts but she is complicated she is um absolutely brilliant journey journey smollett was made for this character yeah i just i i truly appreciate it also i like the history that they weave into it in the first episode um when they are like driving we see the gordon parks image actually gordon parks imagery is all over that first episode mm -hmm. and also there's like the voice which we see most of them during the voiceover of james baldwin um when he was having the debate with, with william um, buckley with william buckley yep. when we the americans we the american people are able to accept the fact that i have to accept for example that my ancestors are both white and black that on that continent we are trying to forge a new identity for which we need each other and that i am not a ward of America. I'm not an object of missionary charity. I am one of the people who built the country. Until this moment, there is scarcely any hope for the American dream because the people who are denied participation in it by their very presence will wreck it. And if that happens, it's a very grave moment for the West. Thank you. Yep. Um, and we also need to note that the year is 1955. Yes. This is 1955 prior to the murder of Emmett Till because yes. I believe it was episode three yes. that we realized that one of the little boys that uh, Uncle George's daughter, Dee, was playing with was Emmett Till because he had on the white shirt and the tie that we see in the picture that most people show right. of Emmett Till like prior to his death. With, yeah. with the stripe. With the stripe. Yeah. And they also call him Bobo. Yes. And so it was like a hot second that I was like, hold up, did they just? And then like everything clicked and I was like, oh, you sons of bitches. Yeah. That's what a in deep the shared universe is this? <laughs> <laughs> but here's, here's yeah, another thing. Did you yeah. catch that um, the other boy, his name was Gil. And there's some talk that that might be Gil Scott Heron. Oh, yeah. son of a biscuit. Yeah. Whose poem we heard in episode two, Whiting, Whiting on, on the Moon. The, oh, my gosh. Stop. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, excuse me. Hello, miss, somebody. Miss, excuse me. All right. <laughs> Why are you like this? Uh, why are you pulling me out of my Monday blues? <laughs> Stop pulling. Look, I even wore blue today. <sighs> Yeah, the deep cuts, especially for a history nerd like me, is like what is helping me get through the like scary parts. Mm -hmm. And boy, are there some yeah. scary parts. This even, because even down to the uh, the Safe Negro Travel Guide, which is right. basically the Green, the Green Book. Book. Yeah. Um, and uh, which was originally called, I think, the, the Negro Motorist Green Book, right? Mm -hmm. Negro Motors Green Book? Yeah. Um, for like 30 years, this was like the travel guide for black folks. Like you didn't leave home without it. Hell no. And it initially started um, from uh, Victor Hugo Green. Yep. He he uh, create, He was a postal worker, which kind of makes sense. Save the USPS. Yeah. <laughs> Save the USPS, please. 
um he he was a he was a postal worker who um and it makes sense that he would that this would come from somebody that whose job was to travel in and out of like these restaurants and and these gas stations and neighborhoods and know what's safe what's not safe and which means that my man had to be quite the observant like the astute observant person like the profiler to know between where the black owned companies were and also were the ones that just were non-discriminatory yeah and to put all those together and that was that's probably the real dangerous one is just being like are y'all yeah like he you know because i think in the first episode uh uncle george is like oh i got a tip for a location that i need to go check out right um and with the with the like actual green book the the non Lovecraft Green Book. Right. Um, you know, Mr. Green would get tips from other postal workers also from around the country because right. Right. um, you know, one thing that's really necessary for us to understand as far as history is like it wasn't just the South that was racist. Correct. The whole country was racist. And part of the reason I mentioned, you know, Charles's neighborhood is like Magnolia here in Seattle was a sundown town. So this idea that yeah. racism, you know, was only in the south part of the reason you needed a green book was because when you went up north you still needed to know what parts were safe yep. versus the south where it's like it was pretty blatant there were signs you knew where you could and could not go but then in an area like a seattle in an area like you know chicago you needed to know what areas of that city were safe enough for you to travel and that's where the green book would come in handy right. but it was at the you know very much uh danger of the people who were collecting that information right and it eventually went international yeah. Um, and uh, the book just continued expanding. Yeah, um, which is why I'm a little upset at the movie, The Green Book, because it was not even about the Green Book. But anyway. Yeah. Because white people. Isn't that fun? <sighs> Story of our lives. Anyway. What Green is- Book is real Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real Monday movie. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to laugh through this. I'm just going to laugh through this. What has been your favorite episode so far, you think? Or like the one that maybe shook you the most or the scene or the whatever? I think probably episode four. The the um the kinda the kind of Goonies episode. <laughs> um, Indiana Jenkins. Just because that kind of spoke to the kid at heart, uh, in ways where I don't think there's anything in that show that where they come across a situation and they're like, nah, but why would I do that? You know, black people don't, or like, there's no, there's nothing negative. There's nothing like black people can't do this or black people don't do that. Or yeah. why would I ever do that? They just go forward and they're smart about it. Yeah. Um, a, a bit emotional about it, you know, at times because, you know, there's still that whole, um, that like man has to be a man thing. Let he stay home thing. And it's like, fam, have you not seen me the last three episodes? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I wish she'd break the fourth wall and be like, I episode one through three. Like what? What do you, what more do you need? Yeah. yeah but, yeah. um, but you know, so we that, get the line when he's like, girl, you don't, you don't roll over this car. Damn it, girl, you're gonna trash us. My name's not girl. I'm sorry, mom. She said it first. <laughs> quoting, we're just quoting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, um, it doesn't count as cussing if you're quoting. I think that 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 episode. Wait, pause. White people don't don't use that to say the n word. Just, I just had yes. to. Yeah, you can't yeah. say it. Absolutely. Cannot speak to what you do in the car with your windows up, but with your windows down, you won't be got. Our ears are working. <laughs> yeah, um, that that episode I think supposed to be because it, it just the the amount of. The, the amount of abil- the, the ability and just how strong they were um, as a team, in spite the issues that were happening amongst the three of them, 
um, between between Tick and Letty and between Tick and his father. Oh. Um, and and really just them each with themselves. Um, they talk about a little bit, you know, there's a, in episode three, there's a little bit about PTSD where, mm. um, you know, Tick tells Letty, hey, the whole haunted house thing, you know, you went through some things, so maybe that's what you're, you know, manifesting here. Yeah. Instead of, like, believing that maybe, you know, the house was haunted. They did the same thing to Tick, though, in episode two. Right. When he was like, I saw things, and they were like, well, you were in the war. So, and yeah. that just, the way that PTSD is used as an excuse or to justify, like, behavior that, you know, nobody wants to talk about. And now, now that part of, that part of blackness is, is pretty prevalent you know, the folks just not talking about the issue yeah. and or calling it something else. Yeah. Or just not being honest about what things really are because, you know, um, you just don't talk about it. Yep. Um, so so that's that's a that's a huge thing that uh, that we'll probably see, you know, kind of going forward. It tracks. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tracks. And also for 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 good storytelling, you know, that, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing, you know, tends to track as well. Uh, what about you? What what's been your favorite so far? Um, oh, okay. all of it is scary. So, cool. um, what about a, from a historical aspect? Oh, okay. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Well, I mean, all of it has been really good from a historical perspective. I think the the like deep cut of uh, what was it? I think it was the Holy Ghost episode, the third mm, one, mm -hmm. when the kids are downstairs playing in the Ouija board, and mm -hmm. that's when we find out that like the, the kid is Bobo, mm. and he's like, "Am I gonna have a good trip?" And the Ouija board immediately <gasps> goes to no, like snaps. I mean, it doesn't even. There's no like meandering. It just goes no, and then. And people are kind of just like, oh. And I remember yeah. thinking, I was like, why does that shirt look familiar? Yep. Yeah, so we know that the show is happening prior to August of 1955. Or maybe it's at the beginning of August of 1955. We just know right. it's summer. We just know it's summer in there, yeah. But the thing that was really fascinating to me was that uh, Misha Green mentioned that during the, like, exorcism in the house, right? Because, like, Hiram is the is the medical dude who basically kidnaps. The reanimator. Yeah, he yeah. kidnaps people to like do experiments on black bodies, which has been a thing for fucking ever. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, mom, but that one deserved a, a cuss word. But then realizing that some of the names that were being called out when mm -hmm. Letty was like bringing in the memory of these people to help exercise this like bad spirit from the house right. were actually names of enslaved people. Yes, like that. That I was like, okay, okay, yeah, Misha, yeah, look, right, <laughs> look. I'm gonna need you to not. Also, please keep going. Right. Right. Because that was the that was the thing that was like, okay, I can keep watching this because the history nerd in me was like, ah, I want more. What will she do next? Right. But you then know, the, yeah. like the like fearful <laughs> person in me is like, I don't want to do this. So like I watched with like my eyes closed, but also like with one one eye slightly squinted. Yeah. Because I wanted to see more. But it also speaks to like the generational trauma that is carried in certain spaces. Like yeah. certain spaces hold a lot of weight. You know, in February, I was able to go to Money, Mississippi and see Bryant's Grocery and how like dilapidated it is. And um, in 2017, when I went for the first time and witnessed kind of and just was able to see the store that like everything that uh, happened to Emmett Till, like kind of the starting point of it was there was a black gentleman who was maybe in his 60s around that time and he literally said like he just we just happened to come up on him you know leading a different group mm -hmm. and he said you know i live down the street from from mo's right and Matilda's great uncle and the thing that's crazy is like nobody told us what happened it wasn't until i was in my 40s yeah. that i found out what happened 
And on top of that, he said, all we knew is our principals told us that we were not supposed to go to that that store anymore. Mm. And not only, you know, and there's literally like another little store like right next to it. And he said, every time we walked past Bryant's grocery, it felt weird, like a cold shiver mm. would pass through us. And I was like, yo, these these locations in which immense trauma has happened to black people, they hold memories. I fully believe that ancestors, spirits, whatever you want to call it, but like locations hold memories. And so for me, like the, the ghost aspect of that show, that episode was like scary, obviously, because like yeah. the animators or like the graphic people like did a really good job. Right. But also from a historical perspective, I was like, oh, this is like this happened to people. And I think that for white people watching the show in also like with Watchmen, there's these moments where white people are like, well, I mean, they probably just added this in for the sake of like the shock value. And then for black people watching it, they're like, no, this was real life for my ancestors. Yeah. Had some of my ancestors not survived some of these like really horrific things, like I would not, yeah. I would not be here. Yeah. And so for Letty to use and invoke the names of the people from the past and for her to be the one who was so passionate about figuring out how to release these spirits and yeah she was scared but it wasn't like she was scared because these people were trying to get her after well i think at first she was she was well, like they, i don't really they understand were. but i also kind of thought of it like they were trying to get her attention yeah is or maybe that's just the way what i told myself to like not be scared well <laughs> there was at some point where the um because she was told to get out you mm -hmm. know and you could hear it there was a couple of times of course there was that one scene where the uh the uh the figure came out of the pictures but um Oh, I closed my eyes during that part. But cool. Okay. So figure came out of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, close my eyes for that. But you heard like you know that get out you know and it kind of you know what it made me think of the uh, the old um, Eddie Murphy delirious. I know white people just leave the house when there's a ghost in the house. They walked and looked in the toilet bowl was blood in the toilet. I said that's peculiar. <laughs> um, joke where you know they they move it, black people move into the to the house and he's yeah. like oh this, this is fantastic. I would have been in the house and said oh baby this is beautiful. We got a chandelier hanging up here, kids outside playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really love them. This is really nice. Get out. Too, Too bad, bad we can't, we can't stay, stay, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I left. But, you know, with, with Letty, she wasn't having it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And part of that, I think, you know, could have been pride um, yeah. to just the fact that she is Letitia fucking Lewis. Mm. And she is not about to leave just because, like, I've been through episode one and two. Like I've <laughs> been through. This is fine, you know. And I, mean, I um, was with Eustace Hunt right. in the woods and had to run because I was a track star to go get the car in the yeah. woods. I've, yeah, I've seen white people die and monsters. It's fine. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. So, um, and then to to watch her then be the one to yet again save the day, um, by calling upon these spirits and saying, "No, take it back." Yeah. Take take it back. And she was like, "Get the fuck out of my house," which was yeah, like the finishing line. Exactly. I was like, "Ooh, yep. snap!" Yep. And then she finally decided to do, you know, do right by not only black folks but by what her sister was talking to her yeah. about, you know, with using the house for, you know, for non-selfish reasons. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and uh, um, so that was that was really dope. I don't really buy the. So you telling me that all those people in the house, <laughs> and when it started. There were people outside, people arriving. Like, it was packed. Nobody saw... A ghost? A cross being burnt. <laughs> like, just nothing. Like, you you saw a dude running away. And I was like, nobody? Nobody? 
Not until it started burning? Okay, that's what's up. So we I just mean, brought but, a whole I mean, ass in cross. A, in a white neighborhood, the other white people were probably like, oh, John, John, the boys are bringing the cross. Oh, okay, Martha. Let me walk over to the window and watch. Do you guys need a lighter? No? You good? Oh, okay. I'm talking about the people in the black house. Like, nobody Everybody there. was half drunk. Fam, outside, nothing. They were drunk. I'm just saying. But also, 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 that scene, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we saw Letty do the whole, like, Beyonce, hold up, Oshun bat to car windows things right the thing that was so fascinating to me and so just like black was letty's sister got into the car because when she went to go smash the windows all like a couple of the black dudes came outside in shotguns to like watch her smash windows because they were like girl do what you got to do i got you and as soon as she was done smashing windows letty's sister got into her car pulled up they all put the guns in the trunk and she sped off do you and then the police officer showed up and they immediately got on their hands and knees hands, yep. and then put their hands up and then letty was put into the car with the uh chief police chief and that's where we got the term rough ride rough ride yep and so letty you know the car the paddy wagon swip moves from side to side and a lot of black people have been very injured and also lost their lives with those quote-unquote rough rides which if you Ooh, imagine shit. like man back in 1950 no 2016 yeah. Yeah. Baltimore, yeah. Freddie Gray. Yeah. That's where, you know, it got a lot of it got a lot of traction. People like rough like this wait, this is a thing. Like huh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And um but yeah, it still happens. Yeah. Um just like with sundown towns are still a thing. Yeah. You know, it, it's white people have a really whiteness has a really hard time letting go of the things that kept them structurally in power. And so this that's why I believe that Lacine, Kansas is a sundown town. <laughs> um, unsolved mysteries. Alonzo Brown will we'll find out what happened. Anyway, so <laughs> black women and black Twitter will assist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. That that was very it was very how to survive whiteness. Chapter six, paragraph seven. <laughs> and, you know, when, when cops arrive, someone should get in a car back it into the driveway put the shotguns in the truck you like yeah, all the whole yeah. thing it was seamless there wasn't it was there was, it was no very, instructions exactly it was very much walking past a black person on the street in the head nod yeah then yeah it was very much that everybody just knew exactly what needed to happen yep. because it was a conversation this is the conversation that happens mm-hmm. at our dinner tables yeah you know and yeah. and so and so oh this is the thing got it okay yeah and she was gone yeah. And she, man, yeah, and in the rough ride, and as soon as, soon as he, as soon as he grabbed the strap, oh, I was I like, something like, bad's about to happen. Oh, something no. bad's about to happen. Yeah. yeah, and the thing about it is like. I think because I'm watching it with a black family. And mm-hmm. so there's this thing about like, oh, we kind of all are a little bit aware of like what's about to happen. Right. And also it's really fun to watch it with black people because like the commentary is half, is oh, of, half of the best part. Oh, 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 he grabbed the thing. He grabbed the thing. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Right. And so I think that what I'm hoping people get out of for you who haven't watched it yet or for you who are watching it and then listen to this episode and then go back and like watch it again because you're like oh I hadn't thought of that I hope folks start to really look into like the history that the show is trying to show you because for whatever reason America doesn't want to admit that like bad shit happened in this country we Mm want to focus on like what we're doing now also um, the Cheeto and president uh, is out here talking about we can't, you know, federal government or federal agencies can't teach and like diversity can't do diversity training. Yeah, he's gonna defund schools that use the 1619 project to talk about racism. And then I, I just it's so fascinating to me because you have countries like Germany, which the Holocaust was horrible. Also, 
Hitler learned um, a bunch of stuff that he did to Jewish folks from American racism. Yes. And also, the, you know, apartheid in South Africa who have engaged in these really like thoughtful ways of reconciliation of like talking about like, OK, this history was really shitty. Right. A group of us did really, really bad things right. to this other group. Let's like talk about it, acknowledge it and then move forward as a unit where America's like slavery. No, those were just Negroes out in the fields working like mm. they just. You know, they frolicked up until 1970s. Books were saying the Negroes would have a barbecue after a day out into the fields. Like, I mean, not that. No, the Negroes were being barbecued. On the field. On the fields. And so I think that what I'm hoping that shows like Watchmen and, you know, Lovecraft Country is like you can't escape yeah. this racism that is part of your heritage. That is mm-hmm. part of the heritage of this country. Absolutely. And even in the first episode where they're in the sundown town and the sheriff used to hunt, which first of all, I had never met a racist name more <laughs> racist than Eustace Hunt. If your name is Eustace, I apologize. But also, like, it just bees like that. His name was Eustace Hunt. Eustace. He looked like the epitome of a racist sheriff. And the, like, the, 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 like, the chasing scene, right? It's, it's, it's three. We got to pass the train tracks. Well, Thomas? It's, uh, it's uh, seven, o- 7 o'5. Can we make it in four minutes? We have to. Right? Yeah. Which they were going 25 intense. miles an hour. I was like, this is the most intense, slow chase scene. And then I was like, oh, the feeling that I'm feeling that they're depicting is what I feel when there's a cop car behind me. Every time. Light, lights are not on. Every single time. But it's like, oh my goodness. I had to tell this white woman who decided to tell me that not all cops are bad. And bless her heart, because... I had a good day that day. And so I didn't read her for filth because I was about to. But I had to tell her, I said, what do you use cruise control for? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, do you use your cruise control? And she was like, I mean, not really. And I was like, I use cruise control so that I stay within the speed limit so I don't get pulled over so I don't die. And she just, she, uh, oh. (laughs) And I was like, so don't tell, like, don't, don't come at me, Karen. Like, I'm not here for it. Yeah. And so that like little like five minute clip. And then the worst part is like they got over the, the line and I was like, yeah, they made it. Man. The, like Literally the music got a little better. And then like <laughs> 10 seconds later, I was like, nah, bitch, they didn't make it. The whole show is just palpitations. Palpitations and blackness. But so fun. To, it could be so fun to watch. Um, again, it just I love seeing these characters doing things that we have seen um just dominated by white spaces um heroes of the day and and um solving solving puzzles while the plank is disappearing underneath you and like just reading reading they They mention books so much so often like the just Books on books Everywhere. and books. And uh, like there's a scene in the library. That little boy was like, if you don't shut <laughs> up, shut up. <laughs> I'm tired of y'all. I'm just trying to read. Yeah. I think the beauty of the show is the plethora of ways black people are awesome. And mm-hmm. also the honesty in the way black people are tortured yeah. just for wanting a better life for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I commend absolutely Misha Green. Um for the brilliance that is in the subtlety of the like really sweet moments mm-hmm. um like with uncle george and his wife uh hippolyta which bt dub that's wonder woman's mom's name so we're gonna see what happens with her because she knows some shit is up first off i just i mean she's gonna do her thing 
But she took point. a whole again with like with the crossbow. Yeah, okay, that was how do you remove <laughs> an entire ori. solar system? And nobody knew. Nobody. Whatever alcohol was in that picture that Letty was walking around that with must orange, have been strong. Sunny D looking with the. Also, good... did you realize that that was one shot? No, but yes. Now that you say something, yes. Yeah, when okay. you like when you watch that mm-hmm. whole scene of her like walking around with the picture, it's just mm-hmm. it's one shot. I love when they I do mean, that. Oh, I love when they do that. They did um, that in Black Panther. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with the next uh, couple episodes. I'm sure, you know, some episodes down the line, we'll do another like four episode or five episode recap Um, because Lovecraft is bananas in pajamas. Yeah. And um, I'm going to go sage when I get home just to. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Yeah. Just to just to make sure that my ancestors are okay with me invoking. They're fine. No need First to slice all, any. My great grandmother. Oh, I ain't slicing goats. shit. First of all, I'm not. Mm, Yikes! Mm, mm, that was. That was a scene. <laughs> we could just. This might as well happen. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like what else? When and then the fact that they didn't even really flinch when she just put an X of blood, goat's yeah, blood on their foreheads. You know, also, did she die? Who? The the. Sorcerers, the kind of the voodoo lady, yeah, because um, the spirit of Hiram oh, right, right, went right, right, into right. her, and then but she then started it, choking. Uh, she started choking Tick, but it came out of her, and then went into Tick. But, but it came out of Tick too. We don't, yeah, we don't. So we don't she's know what fine. Happened. I'm she's, sure she's, she's fine. probably fine. She's probably fine. she probably was like, I don't think I want to do this. Anymore. This is fine. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do this. Anymore. <laughs> anyway, um, best of luck <laughs> to you watching. T- <laughs> best of luck. Who did she put her two weeks into the spirits? Um, I don't know. To that goat. Oh damn! <laughs> Do they cook the meat? Goat meat? Anyway, um, let's just let's just yeah, let's just we're good. And thanks, see. guys. <laughs> if you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there. Keep going, because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.